This is 3 News Now, your daily update on everything Northeast Ohio with Stephanie Haney. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to 3 News Now. It's Friday, February 19th. I'm Stephanie Haney, and I've got your top stories from WKYC.com and our WKYC app. Thanks for choosing to be here with me on this Friday and get filled in on what you need to know here in Northeast Ohio. Yesterday, the Perseverance rover successfully landed on Mars, and we told you that there were some Northeast Ohioans directly responsible for that with our NASA Glenn Research Center right here in Cleveland. Well, today I can tell you specifically one person who is partly responsible for that happening. His name is Carl Sandifer, and he's a Maple Heights native, and he played a pretty big role in that successful landing of the Perseverance rover on Mars. Now, this is a mission that took years of preparation and a seven-month-long trip to Mars to see if it would pay off, and it did. And what Carl did is he helped design the radioisotope power system that can run the Mars rover for up to 14 years. Carl told 3 News that he worked for eight years in what's called the radioisotope power system program at NASA Glenn here in Cleveland. He is the deputy chief of the Space Science Project Office at NASA's Glenn Research Center. And one of the major roles was to ensure that there was enough support for this Mars Perseverance rover. And he says the system, yes, it can power it for up to 14 years, but it only needs two years for this mission. Pretty cool stuff there with a direct impact happening right here in Northeast Ohio. If you're wondering what the mission is, what the rover will do is it will characterize the planet's geology and past climate. And this will also be the first mission to collect and cache Martian rock and regolith. And that will pave the way for potential human future exploration of Mars. Pretty cool stuff happening there. Now, if you're on social media today and you're seeing a lot about group chats and you're kind of looking sideways at your own group chat today, that might be because we are hearing some news about what was happening in the Cruz family's group chat. Now, if you've been paying attention, U.S. Senator for Texas Ted Cruz took a lot of flack because he went to Cancun on Wednesday when much of Texas is without power, a lot of pipes bursting, that kind of thing. He went to Cancun, and then he ended up coming back quickly, but he blamed it on his daughters. He said his daughters wanted to go, and he was trying to be a dad and basically kind of escort them down to Cancun and then came back. But what we're learning now, based on group text messages that were sent by his wife, Heidi Cruz, is that doesn't really seem to be the picture of what actually was the situation. These text messages were obtained by the New York Times with the second person, according to the Times, that verified the authenticity of the text messages. And it shows Heidi Cruz saying that her house is, quote, freezing, in all caps, and asking people if they want to join the Cruz family in Cancun through Sunday at the Ritz-Carlton. By the way, she said it was $309 a night. Not exactly cheap for a quick getaway. So that doesn't exactly square necessarily with what Senator Cruz is saying. Just to give you an idea of what's happening in Texas right now and across the country, as of Friday morning, there were more than a half a million people in the U.S. without power, and 200,000 of those power outages were out of Texas, according to poweroutage.us. And in Texas, more than 14 million people were under boil water orders in the wake of that storm that froze and bursted pipes, creating chaos for water treatment facilities. 
Also, at least 46 people from 10 different states have died because of weather-related fatalities since Thursday, the majority of those happening in Texas. So not a great look for the senator to be vacationing. He is back in Texas now, but not exactly clear if that was his initial plan like he seemed to have suggested. Here in Ohio, there's a Southwest Ohio couple that's been charged in the Capitol riot, which is also something that Senator Cruz has been criticized for stoking on January 6th in Washington, D.C. So it's Sandra Parker and Benny Parker. Sandra is 60, Benny is 70, and they're of Morrow, Ohio in Warren County, and now they're facing federal charges. They're accused of entering the Capitol to, quote, obstruct the congressional proceeding during that day. And investigators said in the court documents that the Parkers conspired with others in advance to forcibly enter the Capitol. There are text messages included in the court documents between Benny Parker and a person named Jessica Watkins of Woodstock, Ohio, who's also charged in the riot. And their text messages show a plan to meet in Washington, D.C., according to federal prosecutors. Also, according to these documents, Benny texted Watkins about what needs to be done to become a member of the Oath Keepers. Now, that's a group that believes in a, quote, shadow conspiracy to strip Americans of their rights and according to those text conversations reported in the court documents Watkins told Benny weapons are okay so they are now facing those federal charges now let's take a look at the latest COVID-19 numbers across the globe across the U.S. and here in Ohio we'll start with the world numbers these come from Johns Hopkins University across the globe there have now been a total of 110,536,271 reported COVID cases and a total of 2 million 447,058 reported deaths. Here in the U.S., we have 4% of the global population, but we lead the cases and we lead the deaths by a wide margin. We have 25.3% of the cases and 20.2% of the global deaths. The numbers here in the U.S. are 27,929,284 reported cases and almost 500,000 now, a total of 494,151 reported COVID deaths. Here in Ohio, this data coming from the Ohio Department of Health, we've seen 2,306 new reported COVID cases in the last 24 hours. That number is up. The number of deaths is down, although 82 Ohioans newly reported to have unfortunately lost their lives related to COVID-19. Taking a look at the percentage of cases that are coming back positive with testing being done, on Wednesday, about 4.3% of about 32,000 tests came back positive, and the seven-day average is now at 5%, which is right at that threshold recommended by the World Health Organization. In the last 24 hours, we've seen 152 new hospitalizations related to COVID in Ohio. That number is down. The total number of people hospitalized right now is 1,493 being treated for COVID. That number is also down and continues to trend down, which is something that we are very happy to report to you. And of those people, 395 are currently being treated in the ICU. That number also down. And in the last 24 hours, we've seen 12 new ICU admissions. Across the state of Ohio, 30% of our hospital beds are open for people that need treatment, so that's about 8,300 hospital beds. Now let's take a look at the vaccinations across the state. Right now, almost 5%, about 4.9% of Ohio's population is fully vaccinated, so they've gotten both of their doses. That's about 577,000 people. And in the last 24 hours, about 37,500 people have reached that fully vaccinated status. 
As for the people who have started getting vaccinated, right now that's at 1.4 million here in Ohio, so that's about 12% of our population here in Ohio. Now, we are keeping an eye on how the weather will impact delivery of vaccines. Right now, we are seeing delays in delivery of vaccines. They are being stored in warehouses, so they're not going to spoil. And we are hearing from organizations that they do have the doses to carry out through next week in some cases. We're not hearing about any delays necessarily at this moment from several organizations, but we will keep you posted on any developments related to delivery of COVID vaccines and how that might impact your appointments. Here in Northeast Ohio, Sherwin-Williams has now revealed site plans for its new global headquarters in Cleveland and its research and development center in Brecksville. This, of course, will be a refinement period as this goes forward. This is about a year after they announced their intention to construct those sites in those places. It's going to include buildings, parking, green spaces, and those kinds of things. So Sherwin-Williams says it expects to submit design plans to each city during the second half of 2021 and is hoping to break ground no later than the fourth quarter of this year. So that would put us into October. So that's when they're hoping to do that. And then overall, the transition to the new facilities is expected to be complete by the end of 2024. Now, if you've been following the J.J. Watt free agency situation, you know there are a lot of people making the case for J.J. Watt to join the defensive end team here in Cleveland, and reports say that he is interested in Cleveland. The other day, the Vegas betting odds showed that Cleveland had the best odds, according to the books, to acquire J.J. Watt. Well, now Mike the Miz Mazanin of ESPN's Sports Nation is making his own plea to J.J. Watt to come here to Cleveland and be a part of the team. One of the things that he pointed out was if he comes here to Cleveland, he'll get to play his brothers, T.J. and Derek Watt, on the Steelers twice a year, hopefully beat them at least twice a year, maybe more if there's a playoff run situation happening. He also said this. He says, you want to win a Super Bowl? You want a team with a winning mentality? Are you sick and tired of losing upon losing upon losing? Do you want a city that's behind you? The Miz talked about all the great things that J.J. Watt did in Houston for the Texans. He said, you want to know a city that will appreciate that? Cleveland, and that's for sure. Cleveland will definitely appreciate anything that J.J. Watt brings to the table, not only from an athletic perspective, but absolutely from a charity perspective. And this is my favorite part. He said, come to Cleveland, J.J. Watt, and you two will be awesome and have a Super Bowl ring. Like the sound of that. I like that prediction from The Miz. You've got to watch the whole thing. We've got it linked on WKYC.com. Check that out. And today on The Ellen Show, if you watch The Ellen Show, that comes on right before the 5 p.m. show at 4 p.m. on Channel 3. There's a Twinsburg kindergarten teacher who gets a big surprise. Monique Waters, who teaches kindergarten in Twinsburg, will be on The Ellen Show today. And she is winning a significant amount of money. Now, she caught Ellen's attention because she has video that's been circulating online about her doing daily affirmations with her students. So there's video of her talking with her students saying, I am strong. I am talented. I am smart. I am so, so special. I can achieve anything and what that means to the students and how great it is. And she talks about how the morning time is a time for them to chat and just make sure they're doing okay and how into it the students got with those affirmations. So Monique Waters went on the show, by the way, guest hosted by Tiffany Haddish today. And of course, Twitch alongside Tiffany Haddish and she plays a trivia game. She wants a significant amount of money in the trivia game and then she's presented with an extra check and she walks away 
with $15,000. Pretty incredible for one of Northeast Ohio's own. Make sure you check that out. That'll be on the Ellen Show today. We've also got it linked on WKYC.com. I'm not giving you spoilers. It's already out there on the internet, so you should watch it. It's pretty incredible. All right, one more thing to let you know before we go here. It's Friday. And we know that it is now the time of year where a lot of people don't eat meat on Fridays. So we have our fish fry guide up on WKYC.com. Of course, everything looks a little bit different this year, but you can still get your fish fry on Friday. So just go to WKYC.com slash fish fry. It's an interactive map. You can go to it, click on your area, scroll in, find a fish fry near you. And if you know of a fish fry, you can submit it right there on the site. Super duper easy. We would love to know so we can share that with the people here in Northeast Ohio. Okay, that's it for your 3 News Now update for Friday, February 19th. Hey, make sure you tune in to the 5 p.m. show. I'll have your trending stories there in Clicking in Cleveland. I'll also see you on Front Row tonight with a preview of my latest podcast, Three Things to Know with Stephanie Haney, talking about the attachment relationship styles. And if you watch the Go Morning Show tomorrow morning in the 8.30 a.m. hour, you'll see a preview of the next podcast I have coming out. Now, this is all about getting your kiddos back to in-person school and what we need to be thinking about to make that transition thoughtfully. I talk with a great guest, Cleveland Clinic psychologist, on that. So make sure you check that out. All right, that's it for 3 News Now today for Friday, February 19th. I'll see you back here on Monday. Everyone have a great weekend. I'll see you then. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thanks for listening to 3 News Now with Stephanie Haney from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and in the WKYC app.